Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this daily science fiction extravaganza, commonly known as Tales, Tales from Outer from space. Out, space. space. Taken from the subreddit HFY, all the relevant links will be down below. And, as always, I hope that you enjoy. And if you do, please consider supporting the channel. On to the science fiction. Story number one. What counts? Written by Archivist on Mountain. I looked up at the sky, a single sun in the blue sky, and a small hint of a ring. No moons, though. About standard for a settled planet. I hoped that there would be a large number of sellable goods to be found here, with my luck on the previous three worlds was not good. I sighed and resigned myself to fate. There was a reason, after all, that interplanetary traders were known as gamblers. The gambler was lurking in long-term loss. Lately, a new species had been spreading through the trade routes in the local clusters. These humans were reputed to be extremely adept traders, able to pull profit from the smallest of transactions which have been throwing ancient trade routes into insolvency on both lefts and both rights. I had a dubious opportunity to have one join in this latest trade run. Hadn't met the Sofant, though. The trading group had landed in a designated spaceport, and we offloaded our display wares and ran our lists of bulk cargo through the local translation net. I pulled my lists from the printer and marveled again, the human trader had brought with him this new development, and it had spread throughout the group, and for a good reason. Physical reminders of goods increased sales, while electronic notes were often ignored or deleted on a whim. These price lists gave every contact a physical reminder of my wares, and the permanence of the list made it more likely that a passerby would return to purchase something. Even my recent dry spell had enough small sales trickling through to keep me solvent until my payday would arrive. I was a little late in claiming the stall outside the spaceport and had to settle for a place next to the human. Being next to a new species that used a different pitch and exotic new goods meant that I would be overshadowed. I didn't look at my dry spell would be broken here. But if I didn't play, I couldn't win. "'Hello,' the human greeted me. "'I'm known as Jack. You?' "'This could get annoying. "'Every sofant has problems with some portion of the interlingua, "'but we can all speak it badly. "'But that name—' "'I respond with a V in the first consonant "'and a clicking for the ending sound. "'Vah! I'm Sonoroth.' "'He laughs a little. "'Not bad. What's your line?' "'His accent was tolerable. "'Better than mine. "'Probably.' "'And we settled into a standard negotiation stance.' His question was immediate shop talk for traders. If he hadn't asked, I would have told him anyway. I got a few standard crates of spices from my home world. His face rearranged itself, and was probably one of those races that broadcast their internal states via external display. Good thinking. Organics will always be a good bet for trade. Me, I'm peddling manufacturing systems. I looked at his displays, but failed to see any industrial items. He noticed. No, I'm not selling the actual infrastructure. I've got a few chocks, and they only illustrate the idea of fads. I've got an information packet that this is a real deal, a way to make a short-term profit off minor cultural trends. I was puzzled. Um, 
Tokays, the world was almost perfectly designed for the unpronounceable. To me, at least. The human laughed again. Yeah, I should find a word that more people could say. Um, they're small decorative items with no practical use to that of an emotional significance, only for a small subgroup of the population. Ah, glumbles, useless items found in your father's elderly mother's domicile. Glumbles, eh? I'll use that instead, thanks. I had to know, so what's it like where you come from? The human made a body movement in response and then said, Oh, about like here, just about every space-bearing species comes from the same kind of world, I think. Water and carbon-based temperatures in the liquid water range and environments that encourages both competition and cooperation. We all need motivation to grow and to think and to build, and a world with deadly variety seems to be the best providing that. The trading philosopher... If you think such deep thoughts, how is it that you are not a scholar? Why do you not risk your life and fortune for such an uncertain game of trade? He was about to answer, but was interrupted by the arrival of the planet's businessmen. A clash of gamblers occupied their attention and the remainder of the day. Most of the shoppers were not interested in the large amounts of spices. I had carefully chosen a blend of spices that complemented each other and was safe for the majority of intelligent species. Yet the number of adventurous chefs able to afford my shipment were going to be few in the best circumstances, and this will they seemed to be completely absent. Yet there were always a few each hour that would stop and chat, the taste from the small sample bowls made up on my display, and it was a comfortable, engaging life, just uh, not profitable at the moment. That evening, as the last customers departed, the human turned my way. How is business today? I took a quick look at my sample packet. Lots of nibbles, but not one bite. I would have ten more packets for tomorrow. At this rate, I would be out before mid-morning. The total value of my spices would go down again. Not bad business, then. Good, good. So, if you don't mind me asking, what's your margin? I hesitated. The only margin I know is the unprinted edge on my price list. I do not know what you're asking. The human froze in place and blinked and then spoke slowly. Let's talk. That evening, his questions and explanations opened up a new world to me, an understanding that could make me the ruler of my people, of several peoples, should I choose. He taught me the science of counting and categorizing, so that trader can make the wisest decisions on whether the drought of deals and the vagaries of chance. He taught me... much. It seems that our almost limitless energy had made our galactic society lazy. It truly does take a great deal of energy to raise cargo from a planet to space, and unfathomably more to traverse the great void between the stars... Not having to count the cost of this energy made us lazy, not caring about the types of cost we incur, just piling all the costs and gains into the same bucket and planning based on the current level of the bucket. He laughed when he saw how I kept my records of my profits. He taught me a secret of the humans. I did not learn the secret, only that there was one, but the hints he gave me kept me up all night. Under his tutelage, I did things with my computer system that I have never done before. Only the casual hints from the human. No, I should grant him the respect of his name, though I cannot speak it. Jack told me that I was not the first to play these games with the future. By morning, I had a decision and a plan. Va, you have helped me immensely. 
I have discovered that if I sell my entire cargo as I've tried, I will have enough to live for many years. But if I sell my spices in sample packets, I can make more. Much, much more. Jack approved. Good on you. It's great to see you getting the handle on your goods. But I have another plan. It'll take longer, but it'll have a great payoff. What is that? If you can tell me, that is. Traders are always alert and good secret plans. It was how fortunes got made and competitors got broke. I'll need your help with it, in fact. Jack straightened up. At his full height, he was still significantly shorter than my species, perhaps only two meters or so, which might explain the odd handicap having only one arm on each side. What are you suggesting? I could tell he was a real trader now, asking for more information before committing to a deal. I believe that you could sell my spices better than I could. If you will take all my spices, I would ask from you a set of instructional books that would teach me the science of counting and small-scale nomics. Jack raised a hand and extended a forefinger. So many on one hand, but after a pause, declined to speak. If I can use this knowledge, it would give me an edge over all other traders I deal with. I will be able to make wiser choices, and I will not have to depend on luck for profit. Will you trade with me? Jack considered it for a while. I do not think that this trade is fair, Shornoth. I have many instructional manuals for this, and giving you a copy will not decrease my wealth at all. Yet, for this gift that costs me nothing, you are paying all your cargo. This trade does not balance. It is for me, and if the trade is not balanced in your favor, then why do you accept it? Because I wish to be fair to both of us, a trade that is imbalanced for me means that you could receive more value for the trade and I would still be satisfied. A good trade is one where maximum value is received for both parties. In addition, if you know that I will seek to maximize the value of our trades, you are more likely to trade with me, correct? So many new concepts. I would hear what you propose instead, Var. He scratched his head and looked over at my sales display. I can easily give you copies of my entire business library. It is for your use only, not to be traded away or duplicated. You will review and assign chapter each day, and under my supervision, will put it into practice that evening or the next day. I'll receive one half of all the profits generated while you're under my instruction. I couldn't pass this up, a chance to be taught with the secret trading practices of the human. I accept, Jack laughed, probably at my enthusiasm. Remember, everything you classify as profit gets split with me. What do you want to cover from your first lesson? I was becoming wise, I felt. How to properly calculate profit, I announced. Jack laughed at me again. That was how I got my real start in the economic power of my species, over 75 Earth years ago. These lessons for fair trade helped me immeasurably when it came to time to negotiate my first wife. And the rest... The details of how to keep records of my transactions were very helpful, but it was a mindset behind the practice that enabled me to prosper. Know the cost before you begin, for one. I was at the end of my longest journey now. Running the blockade was mildly risky, but was actually less taxing than traveling from one spiral arm to this one. I walked into the building, ducking to get through the doorway, checked my appointment time on the auto secretary, and was immediately shown into a nice office. But small, a befitting government official. I appreciate the time you have to meet with me, I said. The human stood up and looked to the lower hand. 
I have a few minutes. You didn't note the subject of this meeting. What can I do for you? It's what I can do for you, General. As soon as I heard the attack on your peoples, I began my journey to Earth. What do you need to protect your planet and species? His eyes narrowed. Just who exactly are you? To make this offer, you mean? I am Shornath Valkathi, head of the Kluvantni. Well, Chiaball, I suppose. I have meaning, fabrication, procurement, construction, transportation, communications, and entertainment divisions. About the only thing I don't do directly is agriculture. But if you need help with that, well, I know some planets. Don't deal with procurement, Mr. Shonoth. I am in the signal corps. Why did you specifically seek me out? I reached into my pocket and retrieved a precious memento, a thin titanium wafer, coated in a thin film to prevent damage, with a series of gold contacts on the edge. On the broad side of the words, Jack of all trading in human script. I began my career as a stupid kid, losing my shirt on a trading caravan great run through fifty systems. Va taught me to make a profit. All I have achieved began with his teaching. I looked down at the short human in the chair before me. His real name? I struggled. Va Morgan, and I came to you because you have the same family name. I realize the chances are small. General Morgan's eyes were fixed on the data card in my hand. Uncle Jack, he breathed. Yes, put me in touch with the people that know what you need. I will provide it at cost. I will see it through the blockade and embargo. Humanity will receive what it needs. The general didn't hear me. I remember his stories. His eyes flicked up to me. I don't remember hearing about you. His brow furrowed in, I believe, a combination of distrust and puzzlement. I was an unremarkable, snotty kid. I trust that is the expression, who desperately needed some training before I was irrevocably lost. He taught me accounting and economics and gave me a copy of his business library. I indicated the card and turned it over to look at the observed side and had guided my life. He also taught me to repay my debts, General, and I am here to do so. The back side of the card flashed with light, showing Jack's motto, Making friends by making profit. The real secret Jack once told me was in making sure that your partner made a profit. You may never know when you'll need a favor. It was an investment. Favors are meant to be returned. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this dose of science fiction fun. I hope that you enjoyed. And if you did, please don't forget to support the author from the link down below. But if you want to support this channel, there are links as well down below for you to help with. But the easiest way would be to share this video. And if you are so inclined, subscribe as well. I will see you all in the next episode. And I hope that you all have a fantastic time until then. Cheers.